the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back. Monday, July 18th, 2022. I am Seth Leibson. And you'll recall about a month ago, we were discussing the fraud of a television advertisement on behalf of Democratic Senator Mark Kelly. It featured a man named Frank, who appears to be a small business owner in the HVAC industry and was speaking on behalf of Senator Kelly and why he supports and would vote for him and why we why he would like us all to do the same as Republicans. Fairly standard stuff. And what I'm about to talk about will soon be much more standard stuff as well. And I'm just hoping nobody's fallen for it. Frank explains in his ad as a Republican that when COVID hit, his business began to fail terribly and he was having a hard time getting federal financial relief. So he called Senator Kelly and then he said, quote, as a Republican, I didn't vote for him last time, so I wasn't sure what to expect. But his office stepped in and cut through the red tape and we're still standing, close quote. He then closes by saying, quote, you can count on Mark Kelly to do what's right and stand up for all Arizonans, close quote. This I'm a Democrat and endorse so-and-so Republican, and I'm a Republican and endorse so-and-so Democrat business, it irks and swindles, and I hope people stop doing it. More so, I hope fewer and fewer fall for it. But now it has grown. An article in today's Arizona Republic details a new Mark Kelly initiative with over 50 signatories of Republicans for Mark Kelly. It's now a thing. Republicans for Mark Kelly. The article states, quote, the list, designed to demonstrate Kelly's crossover appeal in Arizona, a newly purple state, includes business executives, past and present politicians, and people in a variety of sectors across Arizona. Close quote. It then goes on to say, quote, the group pointed to Kelly's accomplishments, such as the bipartisan infrastructure law that Kelly was instrumental in passing. They also said he helped secure funding for the border and helped to advance microchip production. Close quote. And that is the second moment, you know, a fraud of thinking is taking place. Who knew Republicans would fall for the relativism of our age where words are defined not by dictionaries and etymologies and original meanings anymore, but Humpty Dumpty and Lewis Carroll's fevered imaginations where words merely mean what the speaker wants them to mean. The left gave us this new dictionary or revived it. You know some of the Orwellian semaphores. Speech is violence. Violence is mostly peaceful. Peaceful and patriotic marching is insurrection. Gender changing is gender affirming. Build back better <laughs> means means higher gas prices for your car and food shortages for your babies and tampon shortages for women or, I guess, menstruating men. Let's break it down a bit. First, if you were walking down Camelback Road and were stopped by a pollster who asked you, do you support more funding for the border and bringing more manufacturing here, as these Republicans for Kelly like Kelly so much for doing, you darned near immediately know that you weren't only speaking to a Republican if he supported those things, but a conservative Republican whose interests in those issues were catalyzed by the MAGA or America First movement, wouldn't you? If spending on infrastructure to the tune of nearly $1 billion in an inflationary economy where so much infrastructure money was already unspent were thrown at you as an idea, 
wouldn't you naturally say that's a liberal tax and spend policy and inflationary and I'm not going to back it? But yet these three reasons are why soy dissent Republicans are saying they are for Mark Kelly. In other words, for no Republican reason at all and counter to the most traditional, if not the most identifiable of Republican positions. At least they aren't unlike Frank in the television ad making it about solipsism and narcissism where the entire community should support Mark Kelly because he helped save an individual family's small business. At least it's not, in other words, an extrapolation of self-love as a political ideology like the abortion proponent testifying in the House of Representatives last week. At least I don't think we have that, which I don't think we have that with these so-called Republicans. Republicans, I don't recall seeing put their names behind conservative candidates and causes any time in the past several years when the fighting was tough, only for them to raise their heads now and in favor of a Democrat. Another part of this fraud is this is all being done before there's a primary. That is to say, when these Republicans for Kelly have no idea who will be running against Mark Kelly, how, in other words... Do they know the Republican who will run against him isn't more in line with their Republican principles than Mark Kelly? Are you going to tell me Jim Lehman or or Blake Masters are worse at wanting more manufacturing here than Mark Kelly? Are you going to tell me any of them would spend less money on securing the border? Or that Justin Olson or Mick McGuire aren't their cup of tea? Yeah, that's what they are saying. They are saying no matter who or what kind of Republican is nominated, we Republicans support the Democrat and want you to do the same. I guess if men can give birth, this relativism can affect the minds of these bien pensant. Men menstruate and Republicans support a far left Democrat against any and all comers to the Republican Party. Another fraud. When someone says they're a Republican and takes you down the pathway of credibility for their ideological and partisan sincerity, I think it's worth asking, in what sense are you a Republican? Do you support a strong national defense? Do you support the right to life? Do you support border integrity? Do you support tax reform? Do you support religious freedom and freedom of speech? Do you support the Second Amendment? In other words, aside from tight borders and domestic manufacturing, which they like of Mark Kelly's, Trump calling cards, by the way, why are you a Republican and why are you telling us you are a Republican? Hold that thought because we're, hold that thought because we're going to return to it. When someone starts or ends an endorsement this way, it is actually true. You're not just a Republican voter here and there and once in a while, right? I mean, have you supported the party and the fights and other candidates in the past against Democrats and the left? Why is it on behalf of this one candidate, a member of the opposite party? In other words, why is it the first time anyone in public would know you're a Republican? There are a lot of ways to support and be a Republican, from volunteering and supporting campaigns to handing out literature to writing letters to the editor and so forth. Taking a stand in public for partisan purposes should come after you've done so on the party's behalf, you say you are representing. Your maiden voyage of standing up publicly and notoriously for a political principle or candidate should not be on behalf of the opposite party. It was, for example, big news when people like Ronald Reagan or Frank Sinatra or other converts declared themselves Republicans and made news supporting candidates like Barry Goldwater and Ronald Reagan, for they had already established themselves as serious Democrats in years past. But, of course, 
They also dropped the pretenses and changed their party registrations because philosophy, as well as words, meant things to these people who made their life's work based on the understanding of a common definition of words. We saw a ton of this in 2016 with Donald Trump, where Republicans said they were voting for Hillary. And the same question I had for them abides right now. So as a Republican, you certainly support lower taxes, freedom of speech and religion, the Second Amendment, the right to life, border integrity and a strong national defense, or at the minimum, two out of those seven main planks in our movement, right? And you'll get how many out of seven with, with Hillary? And how many will you get from Mark Kelly? The answer is zero, and everyone knows it. By the way, again, lest we forget, this Republican group from Mark Kelly doesn't even know who the Republican against Mark Kelly is. They are saying this Democrat is better than any Republican you can come up with. And in the GOP primary for this seat, you have those choices. You have that valence. So far as supporting the senator because he helped get money from the federal government for a few things you like. How does that help the economy generally or the border when the Republicans, A, came up with the idea of infrastructure spending but not Christmas tree spending, and B, tried to get attention and money to the securing of our border? Second, who puts us in the situation and defended the need that required federal subvention in the first place for these things? What party opposed border protection and seriousness? What party mocked what party for urging border protection and crisis as a result of its laxity? What party censored those who questioned the wisdom of such? In other words, as a Republican, you are supporting Mark Kelly for doing what the Republicans pushed to great criticism as he does so quietly and unadvertised to his base as he does it less well and less seriously than the Republican Party standard bearers on the two or three issues you seem to care about. And then finally, truly worst of all is this. Who and really what is the core and center of Mark Kelly to these highly principled people? So principled they will challenge their own party to support this Democrat. Why, again, are you a Republican telling us these things? Mark Kelly has a 100% rating with Planned Parenthood. Mark Kelly has a 100% rating with the ACLU. Mark Kelly has a 100% rating with the National Education Association which just two weeks ago told us it was a social justice organization dedicated to standing up for and fighting for the trans transgender agenda in our schools. Mark Kelly has a 97% rating with Progressive Punch. That's the AOC crowd. Mark Kelly has a 0% rating with the NRA. Mark Kelly has an 87% rating with the group trying to legalize all drugs. You get the point. Is any of that, does any of that constitute what is quote unquote right, conservative, or even Republican? From an objectively moral perspective, never mind a Republican perspective. I think there's one last point to be made, and it is this. There are all kinds of Republicans outside the 80 or so percent that march to a fairly steady beat. And in that 20 percent, as Ronald Reagan reminded we didn't have enemies. We had 80% allies. In that 20%, we usually would find the character who said something like, well, I'm a fiscal conservative, but a social liberal. Fair enough. That used to be known as libertarian, but fair enough. 
it meant at least one big thing. Whatever else you may like or not like, you agreed at least with the Republican Party when it came to tax reform and tax cuts. Kemp's, Reagan's, Trump's. Mark Kelly doesn't even stand on that landmark and opposed both the Trump tax cut and making it permanent. So my point, don't fall for this nonsense. I saw it when Grant Woods supported a Democrat claiming to be a Republican and that he was claiming to do so so that other Republicans would feel comfortable voting for the Democrat. And what was the main reason when we drilled down and had him on this show? Grant Woods said the Democrat, as he said in his printed column and on this show, was that he was his college roommate and he knowed him and he liked him. And when asked if he would support if he would have supported Doug Ducey if he was his college Democrat, if he was his college roommate, silence, silence. But the point is this: when you drill down no lower than an inch on these kinds of convenient Republican endorsements for Democrats, you find it is almost always based on no political principle whatsoever at all, never, and usually from someone who either doesn't take their public policies very seriously or has changed them without saying so, or is not telling you the real reasons for what they're doing. A hoax. I think of Jim Jeffords a lot. Do you, anyone in, does anyone in the audience remember him? He changed the Senate, the majority control of the Senate, from GOP control to Democratic control when he switched parties from Republican to Democrat midterm because he said George W. Bush was too conservative for him. George W. Bush. This would be the same Jim Jeffords who supported Ronald Reagan and had Ronald Reagan campaign for him. We are dealing with such reasoning too often, which leads to lack of reason and reasonableness. You can and will see this again and again throughout the campaign, and you will see this again and again as we head toward the presidential campaign. You look around the environment today, you look at what Democrats have done to this country from schools and education to public health to mental health to our border to crime to family policy to foreign policy to the economy, and it astounds me anyone can be supportive of the Democratic Party at all right now, at least if they truly care about their country. The idea that Republicans would double down on this as a series of positive goods by supporting a man supporting the party that supports all this is a head-turner. Reminding me of the adage, keep an open mind, but not so open your brains fall out. But I do understand the first rule of politics, which is that others will disagree with you. You look around the 90% of Americans who think we are on the wrong track as a country as a result of all the foregoing, and it would be astounding to think anyone calling themselves a Republican would be supportive of such ongoing social and political destruction here. That's what the media and the left banks on. The astonishment, the shock value of someone breaking from convention to do something unconventional on behalf of someone others were not looking to take seriously and support. The shock should be ours. And the astonishment should not just be that a self-described Republican thinks and acts this way, but that anyone would. After all, what constitutes right and wanting to do what's right in this country should be a debate that's based on something a little bit more than absolute incongruous thinking that confuses every linguistic category, never mind party policy and platform. Relativism has run riot here in America. I just thought conservatives would be immune to it since we used to stand for something we called principle. Supporting someone for some motive or other who shares none of your stated values while claiming he supports them when his opponent supports them more so is a corruption of that 
once great word, principle. At the end of the day, there's only one point to living through and saying something about history, and it's to learn from it. And we have a lot of history with these kinds of hijinks that we should have learned from. We were told all this in voting for someone a lot more experienced, a lot more savvy, and with a record of a great deal more moderation in the Democratic Party once. Even surrounded himself for decades by the same people who portrayed such moderation in their speeches and attitudes and surround him now. His name was Joe Biden, who has given us a presidency indistinguishable from what Bernie Sanders administration would give us with nine in 10 Americans now again saying the country is on the wrong track. So if you want to call yourself a Republican and support a man whose first vote will be for Chuck Schumer, that is what Mark Kelly's very first vote will be, leadership in the Senate, and it'll be for Chuck Schumer, be it in the name of civility or moderation, you Republicans who want Mark Kelly, just recall Mr. Schumer verbally threatened with violence sitting Supreme Court justices by name, justices who have since been aimed at for such violence and indeed assassination. If you want to vote for someone supported by the NEA 100 percent and Planned Parenthood 100 percent and who opposes the principles of tax reform all at the same time and call yourself a Republican, I'm just going to call you Humpty Dumpty as Lewis Carroll defined him. When I use the word Humpty Dumpty said in a scornful tone, it means just what I choose it to mean, nothing more or less. The question Alice said is whether you can make words mean so many different things. The question is, said Humpty Dumpty, which is to be master. That's all. Ah, yes, the triumph of the will. Lovely, lovely way to do politics here, isn't it? George Orwell called this kind of political linguistics the defense of the indefensible. The notion that you can change words from their meanings, etymological or other even commonsensical ways, for a political purpose. As Orwell warned about, as Carroll illustrated, it's exactly the notion Dr. Dumpty outlined. Who is master? Who's the most powerful? Who can treat words like clay for their own purposes? That is indeed how the left operates these days. Republicans, well, I thought they took their cues from Abraham Lincoln, who in one of his most famous speeches said that here in America, it's right that makes might and not the other way. Around Humpty Dumpty's dictionary should be refused universally. I'm Seth Liebson. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show, portions of which are brought to you by Y-Refi. My friends at Y-Refi are offering up a fixed no-load interest rate. Up to ten and a quarter percent for investors. If you're looking for a really remarkable opportunity with that great return, it's all in a secure and collateralized portfolio. I want you to check them out at investyrefi.com. Yrefi is a due diligence approved firm. As I say, you can check them out at investyrefi.com. Local company. Give them a call and even visit with them. Eight five five three one six three zero eight seven. Investors doing really well by doing really good for others. And you can be part of that, too. Got a big show. Brandon Weikert's coming. Catherine Coleman. Dr. Coleman's going to talk to us about the spate of shootings and violence in America and our youth. Don't go away. A lot more coming right up.
Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. 34 past the hour brings us our culture and economy update with the inimitable John Dombrowski. He is the president of Grand Canyon Planning Associates. GrandCanyonPlanning.com is his website. And he has his own radio show, actually, here every Saturday morning at 7 a.m. on 960 The Patriot. J.D., happy Monday. Happy Monday, Seth. How's it going? I'm doing fine. How many times did you wash your car last week? Um, you know, actually, I didn't. Think. I think I might have done it earlier on last weekend, but then after that, no, nothing. Thank goodness. Well, if you want more rain, let me know. I'll wash yeah. my car. Oh, you, you did it, more... huh? Oh, it's all your fault again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, let's start. This, this story kind of had me scratch. I, I don't think a lot of us knew this was going on in some of the East Coast cities, and it's probably a warning to some of the cities coming here. But uh, one of the interesting things is that Washington, D.C., like New York, is now passing laws, municipal laws, that outlaw the use of fossil fuels for heating, cooking, and even city-owned vehicles. This is this is really an interesting thing. Um, I, I suppose we we got a, a hint of this when we weren't allowed to build houses with fireplaces anymore, but now we can't have fossil fuel boilers and water heaters in most new buildings in some of these major cities on the East Coast. This trend is coming our way, isn't it, probably? Uh, yeah, it's, it's maybe not going to be that much of a problem for Arizona if you're trying to heat your house with those types of fossil fuels. Uh, but obviously gas burners are out in the kitchen. For yeah, people who I mean, like that's to cook right. I gas. mean, this is this is a real challenge for people. How, how are they going to retro? They're going to change their their whole uh, heating system in their homes uh, because of this. You know, California was another one. They're that's starting right. to limit the number of gas stations that can uh, be built. That's now right. As well, that's right. Uh, how the heck are we going to get around? This is they're they're. Just creating this this issue that's going to just plague, I think, um, most most people who are under these levels of income that they profess they're trying to help. I agree with all of that, and it just reminds me of something. You know, things we used to laugh at have become serious, and in some cases even really, you know, uh, mordantly serious. Uh, Bill Buckley, William Buckley mm-hmm. in the 1960s said, a liberal is someone who reaches into your shower to control the temperature. Mm. That was a joke. It was yeah, funny then. Not anymore. <laughs> because it wasn't true, right? <laughs> well, the truth is stranger than the fiction, isn't it? Yeah, I, I really think that there, it's not going to affect people who have enough money to, to, to still continue to you know, make changes if they have to because right. of regulatory right. issues. Uh, but those out there who um, are unfortunately not going to have the wherewithal to make these changes to adapt to this, they're the ones that are going to be hurt the most. This is going to backfire. I believe on um, the administration, and it's 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 one more thing that I believe they're doing wrong. Well, I agree with you because I think you're right. When you put these things in the aggregate, on the way they're making life more expensive, mm-hmm. as we always say, and it's it's fundamentally true, but a lot of people tend to maybe just not think about it. I mean, the wealthy can always afford this stuff. I mean, whatever they can. I mean, you know, they may be a little less wealthy, but you know, it's not going it's not going to keep them awake at night. Right. But some of these things really are the Biden inflation tax, as yes. Steve Moore is telling yep. us, twenty four hundred yep. bucks a year per worker. You know, we have seen inflation. Um, Obviously, at these these forty year highs, yeah. but we've also seen wages creep up, but not at the same pace as inflation. Right. And that's what this is talking about. So even the average person, I think they said sixty thousand a year, yeah. uh, they're still twenty four hundred dollars short uh, because of the inflationary uh, you know numbers that are hitting everybody's wallet here. Right. And everything that we are buying today is more expensive, and it's outpaced 
the average increase that uh, workers have received out there. So it's again, it's a, it's a similar scenario here. People are not going to be blind to this. It is going to affect uh, everyone out there, and they're going to vote because of this. And I think it's going to be hurting the current administration. Uh, I th- I think it is. What's so interesting is they don't seem interested in pivoting at all. No. They just don't seem interested in 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 just making even the slightest of pivots. I saw a press conference today with uh, with the the White House press secretary Catherine Jane Pair, and and she was talking to Peter Ducey saying, you know, um, it's still Russia's fault. Yes, and, and ga- Ukraine, gas and the war. And, yeah, you're the right, war and, and ga- yeah. because of the war in Ukraine, yeah, yeah. and and gas is getting cheaper. Well, I mean, if you take it to seven and bring it down to one, I guess it's cheaper, right. but it was three and four anyway. Yeah, yeah no, I I agree, Seth. It's going to be a real uh, challenge for the current administration. Oh. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully the uh, people will get out and vote. And, yeah, and uh, let's talk about strategies uh, throughout the week, John, that sounds good. Uh, people can do to hedge. Markets pulled back a little bit today, yep. but we'll talk a little bit about the reasons why tomorrow. Bless you, John. Okay, Securities and Advisory Services offered to Client One Securities LLC, a member of Finrod Sipic, an investment advisor, Grand King, and Plenty Associates LLC, and Client One Securities LLC are not affiliated. Thank you, Seth. Good good work. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, yes. John. I'm Seth Leaps in 602-508-0960. We will be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show, portions of which are brought to you by the good people at Balance of Nature. Balanceofnature.com is where you can get the fruits and veggies that I take every single day. Pure, potent plant power keeps my health, immunity, and energy boosted. 100% natural, all fruits and veggies. That's it. One dose a day, and you are good to go. 100% natural, not 99 and 44 100s, 100%. Check them out at balanceofnature.com. Make sure to use discount code BALANCE. It's the best product I have ever taken. As one of the ladies in one of the ads says, it just works. Of course it does. And it's not going to take weeks to see it. It'll take at most days. Alan is in Phoenix. Hello, Alan. How are you, sir? A uh, wonderful day. How are you, sir? It's a hot but great day. It is a great day. Every day is a great day. The temperature is irrelevant. Okay, is I'm with you is. on that. You've shifted my thinking yeah. on that, and I agree with you. Good start. You know, do we have any control of the daily temperature? No. You or I? No, we have okay. control of the temperature in the room that we create. That's correct. That's correct. And if you do it with the correct kind of power, then it all works fine. The when correct kind of power, to, the right emotion, when you right? To make it on unicorn, unicorn power doesn't work. <laughs> that's right. A, no, no, no. No, that's – but it, it's not – Unicorn power has has a purpose. They just have it sold as the wrong purpose. It's not dedicated power. The people who make policies for the United States currently, they they know what they're doing is because they they just don't like us doing stuff really challenging. That's always been my question, and I think you're right. I think you're right about that. When the the economy or or whatever, the country is in such poor shape, 9 out of 10 think we're on the right track, do they think – that we're just not doing it well enough to left, or do they actually not care because they're wedded to the ideology and they do know that we're going to go through these punishments in the name of their ideology? I think it is that. But well, currently the, the the seven people who are actually making policy for this country, you know, and 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 they're instigating regulations and and hindrances to, to what we were doing before. You know, fortunately, it's not going to last, but it, it's purposeful and 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 also it also helps their graft. You know, they. They they cause one problem to steal, get oil out of the reserve to sell it to somebody over here to make profit for some family over here. But then we have to resell it 
And then we actually have to rebuy it, and then we're going to rebuy oil that we didn't need to sell. Them. <laughs> yeah, right. So no, that's right. Because the government doesn't – it's not supposed to sell the oil. It's supposed to use the oil. It's not something that – they sold it. That, that's unbelievable. But It really is a scandal. And, and, and when I say it really is a it scandal, is. I know it's going to dissipate into thin air after saying it because we've gone through about ten things that should have been stories of the well, year scandalous. Because, well, there's no, no – because on the policy end of these people, these the 187 people who make policy on this stuff and it, and it interrupts things – is they have no clue as to how and what it takes to to run, uh, you know, 10 million barrels a day of oil production and, and 11 million barrels of refined production and and 100 million barrels globally every day to, to to keep the lights on everywhere, and and that's dedicated power, supplemental power. RE was always supposed to be supplemental power. You know, the the, the, the battery operated lights you have in your yard are supplemental power. You just it's PV is perfect for that because it makes electricity. It doesn't make power. So I do, I do, I do on the margins think, though, Alan, that I have a slight, small sliver of a disagreement with you. I think a lot of them, if not all of them, do know how all this works because they're not idiots. I don't think. I just think they are so wedded to an ideology they don't care. And you pick up on this. Let me make, say one more sentence and I'll let you push back. But the one more sentence is this. You get hints of this from time to time when they say the quiet parts out loud like John Kerry continually does, which is, well, we are transitioning and this is the pain of the transition. When they say things like that, you kind of get the sense that they just don't care that we're paying higher prices and suffering. They have an ideology to commit to. But you can push back well, on that if you disagree. Well, there's no pushback on that because they've, they've ingrained some of it into the the language of the legislation and the directives and the BS and the whatever. You know, you you got these these people think, oh, we're going to just stop building gas stations someplace because that does something. It really doesn't. Okay. We're going to mandate every square inch of solar is, is whatever. Yeah. But, see, the thing is, all that for you say, do these solar panels make electricity for the homes that they sit on? Yes. It, does it matter in the whole and the just no? You know, if you really wanted to do it right, what you do is you in your home you would have green plugs attached to your solar shippets or whatever producing outside supplemental power. So in your house you could have seven or eight or nine green plugs that's going off instead of it being mingled by, you know, the grid stuff that you need because – None of that stuff can turn your air conditioner on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, those shifts, I think those shifts matter. All right, buddy. Uh, I think you had another point you wanted to make more more, more politically uh, uh, well, current. Mark Kelly's point. Um, yeah. you got to think about everything up until Mark Kelly. See, Mark Kelly got used by the Democrat for whatever. He, he sold his soul to them to, do, to run against McSally who shouldn't have been there in the first place. And because he was an easy sell, the Mark and Gabby show, blah, 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 it's easy, you got COVID. If you couldn't win that one, nobody could. Um, but they took a guy who was an astronaut who's not a radical, Navy pilot who's not a radical, he loves his country, and they turned him into a, a, a fundraising machine for the party after he won, because that was an easy sell. And he votes unfortunately, anti-American on all this globalist leftist stuff that Valerie Jarrett and Susan Rice put out on the table every day. So, he, and, and to do it again, I feel sorry for the guy. And that's how they should come at him, is feel sorry for the guy. He's, Maybe. I mean, he's, I, he's, I, he's, may, he's, may, not, he's not this guy. 
you know, Navy pilot is not this. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. No, he has to no. He has to vote where the money is. That's the that's the deal. I mean, he can make a little noise here and there, but he won't. But he should because he knows better. Because he's not. A well, the theme of our disagreement. Captain, I don't know. The Navy theme of Captain, our disagreement is that is that. I think you're discounting the sincerity to which people do hue to an ideology. I mean, moderates no, no. don't in get case, 100. No, no, I can't no, talk not. if you're talking. I can't. Okay. Moderates don't get a 100% rating from Planned Parenthood. They don't get 0% rating from the NRA. There are a lot of members of the military who have run for office, John Kerry, who are committed ideological liberals a lot, even some Republicans, but a lot of Democrats, too. And I just got to say, I mean, yes, the fact that they turned him into a great fundraiser out of nowhere, that's standard behavior for a first-term senator. That is what they are used for. That is what they do. But I, I don't think he's any less committed to what he's doing than Joe Biden, as I was saying in my monologue. Joe Biden was sold to the country and sold himself to the country as the most moderate Democrat you could find, a throwback to the John Kennedy era, if you will. Um, this was the guy who was going to turn back the socialism. And he's surrounded. It's not because he's surrounded by new people who are new lefties and, 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 and flirt with Marxism. He's surrounded with the same people like Ron Klain he has been with for years, even when he was in the Senate. This party is a different party. And until people realize that, Mark Kelly's first vote, whatever his inclinations are going, is going to be for Chuck Schumer. And Chuck Schumer's voting record is indistinguishable, as is Mark Kelly's, from anyone else in the Senate who has a D behind their name and almost everyone else in the House. It's the party and the ideology that's the problem. And he hews to it. I have no reason to believe this guy was some kind of moderate just because he wore the uniform. A lot of people have worn the uniform that are left wing. George McGovern was a war hero. Anyway, I think it's ideology, and I think we make a mistake when we overlook it. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. Brandon Weikert on deck to join us after the top of the hour news. Every day, more harmful decisions by the current administration hurt the economy, robbing your savings and investments. Inflation at a 41-year high used to be 40. Now it's 41, making your money worth even less. Can you afford to lose more? The good news is that when investments fall, gold traditionally holds its value, which is why I recommend calling Midas Gold Group, the veteran-owned Midas Gold Group, to talk about safeguarding your wealth with precious metals. Economic uncertainty is not going to change soon, no matter what the politicians say. So protect you and your family, diversify your investments, and talk to the good people at the Midas Gold Group. Check them out at MidasGoldGroup.com. Or call them at 480-360-3000. That's 480-360-3000. Seb Gorka and I both own precious metals from the Midas Gold Group. Thousands of you do as well, and more of you can. Um, what is Prince Harry doing? Prince Harry, why, why, why is he going to the United Nations on Nelson Mandela International Day to give a speech on Nelson Mandela International Day and blasting the United States while doing so. He said, from the horrific war in Ukraine to the rolling back of a constitutional right in the United States, 
We are witnessing a global assault on democracy and freedom, the cause of Mandela's life. Something sound a little incongruent there? And since when do we need dethroned and resigned princes who are non-citizens of the United States going to the United Nations, which is in the United States, allowing him to speak freely and everyone else who is here to speak freely, saying we are getting rid of freedom of speech in this country and rolling back of a constitutional right in the United States. Do you think he has any sense of an understanding of the debate about why abortion is or is not considered a constitutional right in this country? And do we need representatives from a throne? We fought our independence to over. I mean, I just don't understand this cult of celebrity about someone who has done literally nothing, literally nothing in this country except complain about it since he moved here, since it was the only place he could thrive because the Brits kind of threw him out once he decided he wasn't going to play their game anymore. I mean, what did he do here? He came here with tens of millions of dollars to do nothing but allow he and his wife to continue to blast us. Well, I guess that does kind of make him perfect for the United Nations, doesn't it? I swear, I uh, I think it's time to rethink something a lot of us were proposing in the early aughts. And uh, it's, 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 a, it's a new international body. It, this United Nations has become one big joke when it's not become one big anti-American megaphone serving up a gargle for third world authoritarianism to preach its hate and obtuseness here and to the world as if the people coming here to speak at it know anything about this country or even appreciate it in the least. The place that gave them the United Nations. No, we need something new. We need something new, and it has to be from countries that respect human rights and civil rights and constitutional rights. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 